Voluntary Input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. The rich people shutting you down, they man. They don't want me talking about this stuff, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being censored. We being censored, man. I know, man. Somebody, they, they, they got bots out there watching everything. What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Voluntary Input. Uh, I'm Leo. That's Adam. We got a few interesting things to talk about this week, mostly the fallout about stuff that happened last week. Um, you, I, I got to ask you this question because I just, when I was reading some of this stuff, do, do you have diamond hands, Adam? I do, yeah. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't i didn't know that was a thing until i was reading some of these articles about every oh, yeah. everybody's favorite it's like a rash that won't go away this uh this GameStop stuff man it just won't it won't stop but this is what i was concerned about was the real people losing real money over this because mm. they don't under <laughs> this is what i was saying from the beginning people who don't understand this stuff should not man just don't even be messing around with they call it meme stock <laughs> uh, that should tell you something right there meme stock i think this is the this has the story in it that you were talking about this guy that i think you said you saw him tweeting about his uh his college fund yeah something like that yeah some some guy like said i this my whole college it might it might not have been this guy but there was I think I was on that forum and I, I, there was a couple posts like that where somebody's like, I put my whole life savings into this. Let's go to the moon and stuff like that. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> $10,000 worth of savings. And he's out nine so far. Yeah. So 9,000 of it is already gone, but he's, this is what, this is what I want you to help explain to me, Adam. What? Cause these people are saying they're holding on diamond hands. What are they waiting for? So one of the, so the reason the stock shot up was because there were more people that held, it's like, it's like a, a currency. The more people that hold the stock, the higher the value is going to be, the more shareholders you're going to have. So the goal was, is when GameStop started shooting up like that was that, there was a company that that hedge fund basically borrowed the stock and sold it off immediately and were waiting for it to go down to a lower price. So what everybody did was is everybody went out and bought up the shares. That way the stock price would stay high and that hedge fund wouldn't be able to reinvest it when the stock price fell below a certain value. So 
what what's happened here is is they all these memers kept saying diamond hands hold the stock hold the stock you know to screw screw with the hedge fund well of course what happened was is when everybody started seeing the stock go down or whenever they made their you know ridiculous amounts of money off of it of course what do they do they sell it off you know if anybody in their right mind once they see that stock price get to even like a hundred percent of a gain should go ahead and drop it right there. And I think GameStop is hot, like, I think it ended up like six or 700% above, you know, what the initial, where it initially started when this all happened. Um, and, you know, that's the, that's the thing where Robinhood came in because they started limiting the amount of the stock you could buy. That way people couldn't grab, you know, people were selling the stuff off, but, and, and Robinhood still allowed you to sell the stock, but they wouldn't allow anybody to buy it. So that drove the share prices back down. I was reading where the um, uh, the CEO of Reddit was saying how that Wall Street bets is kind of like a joke. And no one should have ever taken them seriously anyway. If <laughs> you got on the forum. Yeah. it's uh, I mean, there's a lot of it's like really, really ridiculous. Well, that's what he was saying. As much as he's always watched that forum, they've always just been kind of like, you know, it's kind of like tongue in cheek. You know, it was not necessarily supposed to be taken seriously. Mm-mm. And so he's like, why anybody would seriously get in on this like this is, you know, kind of dangerous. He was just kind of like, you know, they kind of brag about losses. Like they will purposely make oh, yeah. foolish investments just to make fun of themselves. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff where I've seen on there where people are like bragging about what they've lost. Like millions of dollars. I'm like, who has that kind of money to play around with? I don't understand that. I don't know. I I think I think probably what happened was is a lot of a lot of them got lucky on stuff. I That's the only I mean, dude, if you've got if you've got money to throw around and you get lucky a couple times with this, you can make up you can make bank. Like I what I don't know if I brought this up in last in some of our last call or our last podcast, but like I started messing around with call options in December, yeah. and I started off I started off just throwing in like a hundred a hundred dollars on a call, you know, here and there. Well, next thing I know, I checked that call and it was up to like three hundred dollars. So I'd be like, "Well, shoot, I'm gonna cash this out, and I'm gonna go find something else that I'm gonna put some money in on." So I start doing some research, and then you find out that a certain company's got an earnings call in two or three days. And you're like, Hmm, well, this company's got projected earnings. that look pretty good. I'm going to take that $300 call and I'm going to buy another contract. And next thing you know, that $300 then turns to $900. So like mm-hmm. it's, it's, if you do, if you make the right moves, you can easily, you can easily make money, but you have to make the right moves. And you, it is, it, you do have to get lucky. Cause I mean, the thing with the, like I said, the thing with those calls is, is if you guess wrong, you're out of everything. See, like I, if you, I just can't play with my money. Like that. I, <laughs> like d- dude, I, I'm willing to bet that there's people out there that maybe had a spare twenty thousand dollars sitting around. They're like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try spare. try something with this, and then they do it, and guess that twenty thousand dollars turns into a hundred thousand dollars, and then they. I, I would never I would never mess with a hundred thousand dollars like mm-hmm. this, but maybe they're like, well, I just made 
a hundred thousand dollars out of twenty thousand dollars, I'm going to take this hundred thousand and try to throw it into something. Next thing you know, there's more money. So I mean, I, th- I think that I think that it's people gambling with their money that have got lucky. Well, it's, and I'm glad you brought that up because last week you were talking about, you know, sometimes I like to just go to the casino. See, if it were me, that's that's the way I gamble. I'm, I guess I'm just a chicken. I can't, <laughs> I can't be putting my money and playing around with stocks like that. Yeah, that's just. The, well, the thing, the thing with me is, is I've had more luck with stocks than I have. Like, I, <laughs> whenever I go to Vegas, when I go to Vegas, I take five five hundred to a thousand dollars with me. Because you know you're gonna lose. Well, you're gonna, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. And but another thing is, is like. I think the last one of the last times my bre- my best friend lives in Las Vegas, and one of the last times I was out there, I before COVID I was going every couple months, mm-hmm. but one of my last times I was out there, I think that on the blackjack tables I was down like three hundred dollars in less than an hour. So I love blackjack. That's like the only <laughs> thing I'll play though. Too. I, that's I, that's the only thing I'm kind of even kind of yeah at. <laughs> yeah I don't play poker. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like I, I remember when I was younger, we would play poker with my dad, but we pay for like a dollar, you know, just silly pots. But it wasn't like what they're playing now. I don't even know that poker that they're playing. Now. <laughs> like that's poker. I don't even know Texas hold the all Texas hold'em or whatever. Is yeah, that what it is? Yeah, all that stuff. I yeah. uh, I know five. What is it? Five card. That's that's pretty yeah. much about it. And that's the extent of all I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> but did, Wait, you, I, did you see where um, uh, some of these guys they got banned? This was a this was a weird story here. These guys that got. Uh, some of the moderators got for so they were gonna have they were getting a movie deal what uh, <laughs> so netflix will take it i guess they well, were, i think that's who is taking it actually netflix so i guess they were trying to get some other guys kicked out or something what were they doing i don't and somebody was like i was so confused annoyed and sad trying to understand what had happened <laughs> Oh, see, man, money makes people do crazy stuff. Oh, I know, man. Yeah. Crazy well, stuff. I mean, I don't know, man. Not not to mention, I mean, like you said earlier, rich people get away with anything. <sighs> I mean, you see what, you see what happened when yeah. this, when all the, this, this isn't, this isn't, there's a reason why this all went down like it did is because rich people started getting upset and got other, other people to intervene because they were losing a ridiculous amount of money to, common people you know that's that's that's, that's the, the bottom line yeah they got out hustled and they didn't like they got it. out and they didn't like it so then the rules suddenly got bent <laughs> well we do this because we have to curb market volatility yeah. yeah but i mean it's it's all starting to come out that robin hood's like funded by all these different hedge funds well, and one of those i think i saw where one of those hedge funds was affected by this yeah, makes it, it makes it seem really, really odd. It was the one that, well, because I told you Robinhood is owned by a company that ended up uh, having to loan money to the original hedge to keep the thing afloat. <laughs> it was like $2 billion or something. Yeah. Uh, man, oh, man. I was going to bring up the story where they were talking about the Robinhood CEO. He isn't licensed with Wall Street. But then they were like, well, it's not uncommon. You know, he's that's. That kind of just happened, so I don't know if I want to talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, that's the story that just won't go away. Like I keep saying, though, if people who do it and make money, fine. I'm just worried about the people who who are losing money and they don't understand what they should be doing 
like right now to oh, stop I'm sure losing all that money. No, there's there's people out there that still think it's going to go back up. Oh, like, dude, it's not it's not going back up. That's what I was asking you. What are they waiting for? Because what is last I look? Here's what I understand: for a company to have stock, the company has to continue to exist. Last I checked, GameStop isn't doing so well as a company. No. So what what do people think is going to happen? They're just going to take off all of a sudden, or probably? I mean, the I, here's what I bet: people have people have bit off more than they can chew to where they've they've took a loss and they're not willing to sell it just yet they want to see if it, i mean to be honest they should hold it if they've if they've taken a big loss that they don't that they you know that they can't accept i you know i it's it's i mean it's a gamble you you sell it you sell it now and take what you can what you lost from it or you hold on to some hope that something happens and it goes back up and maybe a little bit more. So you get back more of your money or you gamble further and it goes down lower. I mean, it's just, I just don't see where it can go anywhere because unless the company itself turns around and takes off like gangbusters, what, what is there to hold on to? I don't, I think that they're looking at other things for the future. Like I think what was it what they had discussed? I can't. I can't remember what it was. I mean, before the pandemic, they were discussing making it more of like a, like a hangout place for gamers that sell gamer type merchandise. Not not specifically games, but like a merch shop. A merch shop. You know, one th- if if they turn into if they if they sold specifically retro games. I would shop there all the time. You know, there's not very many good retro game shops around. There's one in uh, Florence that I go to regularly. It's great, but that's the only good one that I've seen that's around here where I can actually go and say, Oh, cool. Go for like one trip and you can come home with like five super Nintendo or Nintendo or Atari games or something. You know, that would be really cool if they did something like that, but I don't know how much of those games there are to go around still. I'm sure that, you know, Oh, people know they can get them online. <laughs> Why would they yeah, go to the yeah, store? Yeah. That's part of the thing that's killing GameStop too. Is you know we've talked about cloud gaming a lot too. Who's who's going to GameStop and buying and selling games anymore? I don't buy physical copies of games anymore. I quit. Yeah, I don't. I. Yeah. I mean, I know some people who will around Christmas, and it's usually parents who do. You know, they're trying to buy a game for their kid. And it's the parents that don't know, you know, you really don't have to go buy that. <laughs> you can just, even Amazon makes it simple for you. You can just buy the digital download from Amazon if you want. Yep. So. But I mean, there's, there's, there's other risks involved if you don't buy a physical copy. True that, true that. But I'm just saying, so like, I think the overall trajectory is most people don't buy physical copies anymore. Yep. That, I mean, it makes it makes sense. I like I said, I don't buy physical copies anymore. Now there have been instances where I've heard of people, and this goes back to like the Xbox 360 days. I'm gonna throw an example out there. I think there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game that was released on released on Xbox 360 arcade. What happened was it was only it was only digital. You could only buy the game digitally. There were no physical copies. Well, <clears throat> I think seven years down the line, the company that released it lost um the marketing rights to it or lost the rights to the game so guess what happens it's gone you you buy a digital copy 
once the company loses the marketing rights, they can know that game is pulled from the store um, and not available for re-download. And I think in some cases, like the license even gets cut completely to where if you try to play the game, it, you won't it'll you won't be able to. So that's going to bring me to our my sad story of the of the past two weeks, <laughs> which is not as sad as everybody keeps making it out to be. Stadia. Okay, this is this is going to turn into a rant, so just be ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the discussion is still going on and on. Is Stadia dead? I put up a, a poll on our last week's video, and a few people voted. Not a lot. I was expecting a lot more, but a hundred percent of the people who voted said, "Yeah, Google pretty much killed it." But here is the problem. That's not what Google said. So. Google said we're not going to make our uh, exclusive titles ourselves. Now, the problem with that is at the beginning of Stadia, they promised everybody, oh, yeah, there'll be exclusive titles only available on Stadia, blah, blah, blah. And they opened those two studios in which they were going to develop these titles. But then they quickly learned and they said it making games is hard. It's expensive and it takes a long time. So they said, you know what? Never mind. We're not going to do that. But, <laughs> but they did say what we're going to do instead is depend on third party developers. So that doesn't mean there will never be exclusives to Stadia. It's just Google themselves won't be making them. Yeah. Now that brings me to this question. And somebody else had brought this up. When you see, uh, let me see how to ask this. Have you ever bought a game system for an exclusive title that was only available in that game system? You have. Yep. So you essentially bought a console for one game. At the time, it was one game, yeah. I've, I've done, I mean, it, I've done it a couple it was times. Halo. <laughs> Halo's one. Mario's, so when the Nintendo 64 came out, Mario 64 was the only game for months and months and months. And I think Pilot Wings. Like it was almost it was like eight months. There was only two games. But that's I don't think that I don't think that's a good example of the Mario thing because Mario for for the most part for years was Nintendo. I mean, yeah, it yeah. took a long time for everybody else to make games. But I'm talking about the modern gaming era. I, I, when I got I, the Switch, mm -hmm. the only game that it was worth the only well, let's put it this way. There was Quickly, indie games started filling up on the system. But the only game when the Switch came out that was worth even touching was Zelda Breath of the Wild. For It was it was for months, because it was a joke. It was like, well, you buy... Because I remember some of my friends were like, how are you liking your Zelda machine? Because <laughs> there, there was nothing else to play on it. But I I mean, I I got my... Got good use out of it. I put a hundred, like a couple hundred hours into that game, so... So you think about that criticism that your friends gave you, your Zelda machine. What if, so I thought, I started thinking about this in the opposite direction. What if Google launched Stadia and said, but there's only these two games that you can play right now. Yeah, so, I wouldn't go over. Right. So what did they do instead? They launched, dude, there are hundreds of games on Stadia and they mm -hmm. have 400 more coming over the next two years they say 
they make an announcement that they're not going to make their own exclusive titles and people say, well, that's it. It's dead. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So for Google's reputation. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think that, I think that a lot of, and you, you see this from like, if you get on Twitter and you start looking at like people arguing over video games, you see it a lot from the Sony fanboys, exclusive games. Yep. Get on this platform because it's got these exclusive games. That's why you want to get on the platform. So I, I, I think that, I think, I think more so it's to sell a platform and, and this, I mean, this, this kind of goes back to why I bought a Nintendo Switch with only one game for it. Because Zelda was the killer app. In order to play that game, I had to be on that platform. Right. Uh, so, but I'm, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know if it necessarily means as much anymore because there's so many places to play games now. And most of these games are at least cross-platform. You know, you, all day long, like, you can listen to the, the Sony fanboys sit there and say, you know, PlayStation's better. And I agree, they got great games. Like, I got a PS4. Yeah. But it's not... I've got a PS5 in the house, but it's not my favorite place to play video games. My favorite place to play video games is on my Xbox. People are even saying, without exclusive titles, any platform is dead. I don't agree with that. <sighs> <laughs> you kind of can, can't you? Well... I don't, I don't see how that makes sense. Cause, and I will say now for it's not, me, it's not true for me. I'll say this. I have never bought a, a gaming system for any exclusive title ever. The only reason why I started buying PlayStation was because at the time it was just the hotness. When the first PlayStation came out, I was like, Oh wow, this is, this looks great. I'm going to buy, I didn't buy it for a specific game. I don't even think they had an exclusive title. Did they? It was a long time ago. Crash Bandicoot or something. You know, they, they had some good... I don't think they had an exclusive title, but they had. there was a lot of good games. Right. And so yeah. to say, well, I only bought it because of this, that never happened for me. And I only continued down the Sony line because, you know, when they came out with the next one, they said, and you can play your old games. I said, okay, great, because I don't want to have to run out and buy new games. That's always been a pet peeve of mine, too, for yeah. any gaming system. When the next one comes out, you got to start all over with buying games. Now, now that we're on to the four, yeah, a lot of the old games it won't play anymore, and that's fine. I'm fine with that. But we're four generations in, right? But and the only reason why I'm on the four is just because yeah, it's, it just kind of became a habit. Now nah, we'll just get the new PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, go ahead. I was just gonna say the Xbox doesn't have any exclusives. I mean, the Xbox has had very little exclusive games over the past couple of years. Like people, people dog on it because of that. Because Microsoft doesn't have big name, big title, exclusive games. See, I don't understand that. Why? Why? And and I hear it from these hardcore gamers, meaning well, mostly the streamers, who say, "Oh yeah, well Stadia is dead if they're not going to have exclusive titles." Why? I don't. Well, <laughs> they could have. So essentially, their logic, and I'm just trying to understand it. You could tell me that a game system can have two thousand games, but no exclusive titles, so it's dead to you. But you're going to go to this other platform because it has three exclusive titles and maybe five hundred games. See, that makes no yeah. sense. Well, that's 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 you got these hardcore gamers that are. Hardcore gamers are some of the most fickle people on this planet. 
some of the most unreasonable fickle people that you can ever talk to. And I and I, I look, I hate to be that guy because we talk about social media wars, but <laughs> I don't say anything. But I have watched and caught some of them dog in Stadia, yet they've never played a single game on it. Mm-hmm. How can you dog something you've never played on? Like I won't dog the Switch because I've never played on it. Yeah. I mean, I look at it and I go, oh, that, that's cool. That's a cool idea. Then I remember how hard it was for people to get it. I was like, well, it must be good because they're selling out. And then I hear you say, well, they only had one or two games. and I'm, But I'm not going to dog it because I don't have a perspective. I've never touched it. Oh, those, no, this, I mean, the Switch now is great. There's yeah. The Switch now has more good games than any of the systems combined. Like, it's it's got tons and tons of great games. But when it came out, there's just one game for, I mean, I want to, I, I want to say for maybe six months, there was no other game that I owned for as a cartridge for the system. But I mean, now I've probably got, shoot, I've probably got like 30 or 40 switch games. Right. And, and I know, you know, I'm an admitted Google fanboy or whatever, but I'm telling you, man, Stadia just works out for me. Cause I'm not, yeah. I can't game 24 seven, like some of these people who are always on streaming games. But I can pick up any one of my games from where I left off from anywhere that I am. Yeah. And it, it could be on any device. It could, I, could, I could pick up a computer somewhere else. I mean, I wouldn't do this. I could, be, I could come to your house and get on Google, log into my account, and start playing my game from where I left off on yeah. your computer. If, if, I, if I wasn't <laughs> holding out for xCloud, I'd probably invest in that just because I like the fact that you can – play it anywhere on anything you know that's yeah that's one of the that's like that's like the main selling point for me in xcloud is like man i want to have the ability to just bust out my phone and be able to play my library games that that, that's like super convenient and maybe i want to go to the park and sit around and play a video game for a little bit you know that's now i do have one complaint about it though some of the games on your phone and they don't eh, and it's probably just me the controls those on-screen controls and so for some games they suck because there's too much you need to do and sometimes those virtual buttons just don't accomplish it i gotta have the <laughs> i gotta have the i gotta have the stick in my hand <laughs> you can you can do that though can you, you can yeah up, yeah yeah you can but you know i'm just saying like if i'm just out and about i'm not carrying my controller around with me everywhere i, I go <laughs> yeah even though they sell that thing that you can clip on your phone to Put the there's phone a, on the controller. There's but. an option that I have that actually works out really, really well. Mm-hmm. So it's called a uh, it's called a Razer Kishi, and basically what it is is it's a it's you can you can fold it to make it compact, but basically there's a little clip on the back, and what you do is is you unclip it and it expands, and you can plug it into your phone's USB C port and hold it sideways like a Nintendo Switch. Mm. Nice. It's like eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah. 80, I think it's eighty or a hundred dollars. I can't remember. For Android, it's eighty or hundred dollars. I got I got one for my iPhone, and it was a hundred. Sweet. But yeah, like I said, that, that was gonna turn into a rant. But I, I like uh, there's a few Stadia podcasts. And there's one out there that I listen to the most, and I'm not gonna name it because I don't I don't want to name drop. But um, one of the hosts said something that resonated with me. He was like, you know. When you see all these people criticizing it and it's all these, you know, like you said, PlayStation fanboys or Xbox fanboys, he's like, this isn't some kind of platform holy war. He's like, this is just a place I like to play games. 
And he go and he does. He's like, I play on every platform. He's like you. He basically has an arcade in his house. And this guy games all the time. He was like, but I like Stadia and I'm not, you know, it's not like I'm trying to win some argument or some war. But what people are saying just isn't true. Google didn't say that they're killing Stadia. They just said they learned the hard way that it's hard to produce games yeah, and they yeah. just don't have the time sure. and resources to do it. It's true. <laughs> I people like people are crazy, man. People they it's their way or I you know, it's it's it makes no sense to me because if you like it, you, you know, you shouldn't dog other people's platforms you know it's what they choose whatever they want to play on let them play on whatever platform they want to play on i don't especially you know, if you've never touched it yourself that's what yeah. gets me these people oh well yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> dude you never even played it you don't even know <laughs> and uh he also pointed out something that kind of didn't really dawn on me you know that google graveyard killed by google whatever that website you know a yeah. lot of that stuff that people criticize google for killing a lot of it isn't dead and it, they bring it back under a different name. Yeah, or they repurpose yeah. functionality into something else. That's why when I was saying the other week, I can't think of anything that Google ever killed that actually affected me, for one. And two, most of the stuff isn't dead. Like, people love to yeah. bring up Google Reader. Do you know what Reader was? That was the news thing, right? That Yeah, guess what? But it's Google News now, right? Is that... <laughs> it's still around. It's just not yeah. called Reader. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's what, I mean, they, I, I, they're not, they're not gonna kill it they're not gonna kill it completely they're gonna they're gonna re if they do get rid of it they're gonna repurpose it into something else the only kind of things they really get rid of are like experiments like that project loon remember that the balloons flying over africa to give everybody internet they're like okay that's enough of that and that wasn't (laughs) even really a google project so (laughs) so anyway i guess we might as well uh touch on this while we're at it because um now this i will kind of agree with this guy because this was kind of shady um yeah i when you first sent me this i was telling you i was trying to figure out what was going on because i saw it just blowing up on twitter now some people were dogging him for it some people were like dude google you suck so so basically google just locked him out of all of his stuff and according to him they didn't give him a real reason why there's got to be some other reason that's what i'm saying there's some more to this that we don't even know but the the real shady part is when he started talking about it on twitter the google support started responding to him on twitter oh my gosh it's already a big mistake yeah but what they were responding to him with are those general basic help desk responses like almost like oh it's a script (laughs) so they were like to recover your account go blah 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 he's like dude what are you even talking about that's not even what happened (laughs) so he finally gave up and he pulled his port for this game to stadia now i don't even know that do you know this game i've heard of it i've never played it um it's like a 2d minecraft i think and a pair i guess it's a pretty big deal because people are like really so he's been locked out for three weeks there's more there's got to be more to the story has to be and so 
Ron, who I like from Ars Technica, he was saying you can go to their YouTube channel that he can't get into. And it's basically just videos of ads for their games. So, yeah, something else is going on there. We'll, we may never know. This one, uh, I, I, I honestly, I don't know anybody that has this phone. So somebody's got to gotta let let me know how bad it is so apparently they're not making the mini anymore the 5g mini um because apparently the battery life is horrible really yeah i don't know anybody that has the mini everybody i know that buys iphones they always go for the top and this so, thing just come out yeah but it's, it looks like they're they're gonna stop production this year because apparently yeah like i said the the battery life is atrocious so here's the whole lineup, and there's the mini. Most everybody I know, they get these two. Yeah. What is it, the Pro and Max, or Max and Max Pro, the Maxi Pad, whatever Max. it is. <laughs> <laughs> maxi, Maxi Pad, yeah. So, you know, battery life, a phone with poor battery life, man, that'll kill its reputation quicker than anything. Oh, yeah. Just ask Google and about the Pixel 4. The three was bad too. My wife had the three and she had to basically walk around with a, a, a charger all the time. Yeah. I've had to do that with a couple of my phones, mostly Samsung phones. Yeah. I think they, I think they've gotten better, but for a while there, like I'd have to walk around with, sometimes I'd just buy spare batteries that way I could just pop in a spare battery, you know, I I remember, Oh, my LG, I had that LG phone that had that where you could flip out the batteries. Dude, that uh-huh. was the best. But yeah, I haven't had a phone where I've had to be concerned about the battery for years. But I've been buying like the Pixels and then the like I always get the XL. Yeah. So because the XLs never had that problem because they had that big battery in them. But for Christmas one year, I'm like, I want to get her on the Pixel train and I got her a three. Lord, why did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) But that's all right because she's up to the five now. We don't have to talk about it anymore. That, that phone, the battery in this phone, it lasts a good day and a half. Man, so. that's, dude, if you got a phone where your battery can last for a full day, I mean, I think that. That's more than yeah. enough. Yeah. But some people like to brag about, there's some phones that can get two or three days. I'm like, I, that would be convenient Why? if I was like stranded somewhere, but. Yeah. Hopefully that won't happen. I mean, it's really not that big of an inconvenience to put your cell phone on a charger for, you know, while you sleep at least. <laughs> right and i got the the pixel stand so i don't even have to plug it in i just throw it on that stand and it charges and it charges in like 15 minutes so so back to games and uh what about apple in this vr set <laughs> 8k displays for three dollars bro jeez who's gonna buy that a dozen cameras don't say who's gonna buy that <laughs> you know who's gonna buy it uh, I I know I know two people who are going to buy it already. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter what there like what there is for it or what you can do with it. I know two people that are going to buy it just because. Uh, man, I just three thousand dollars though. It's got lidar sensors, yada yada yada. I like I yeah I I just I I I couldn't even. I personally, I couldn't justify this, especially VR is okay at the best. I mean, it's it better. 
it's 2021 it's still not I, I still won't go out of my way for it it better be a standalone vr headset yeah it doesn't require you to plug into a computer and it better be completely wireless but better not be no why i mean it's got to be like the oculus quest mm-hmm. um but no. and even still you have to have like an ecosystem full of, i mean who's gonna buy it for three thousand dollars it's to play apple arcade games <laughs> i don't really even, i don't even know that many people that have an oculus quest and it's it's three hundred dollars. It's the most accessible VR headset to get a hold of. Yeah, I don't know anybody that has one. I want to check it out. I mean, I got one. Oh, that's right. You do have one. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay, I know one person that has one, <laughs> and it's you. There's a there's a couple people I used to work with that have them, but it's I mean. I don't know. It's 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 all right, but the whole Facebook thing has really turned me off on it. It's just uh, I don't know. And the one game, the one game that I do want to play, that I actually want to try, requires me to have like a twenty five hundred dollar PC. Well, it did require me to have a twenty five hundred dollar PC. It's probably different now, but that's what turned a lot of people off. I heard about the the portal too, because I heard the Facebook portal is actually a pretty cool device. But you had to have Facebook to use it. So yeah. that's that's the 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 video thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So and it can follow you and stuff, and blah blah blah. And people are like, "Well, if it's following me, and how you know everybody knows Facebook's reputation, it's looking around my house while I'm walking around, so it's taking my private house information." I'm like, "Please stop! <laughs> You're going too far." And these are the same people who have Roombas. You you want me to scare people about what Roombas do? I have a Roomba, dude. Please. <laughs> Don't do it. So, you know how when you first got your Roomba, what was the first thing you had to do with it? Well, so I'm going to tell you what it tried to get me to do. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you what I didn't have it do. Okay, okay. <laughs> it wanted me to connect to my my home network. And I said no. And then after that? Because most people will connect it to the network because it tells them in order for me to work efficiently, right? It's something like that. I have to connect to the home network. Uh, I think then it, I had to sign up for an account with them, maybe. Yeah. And then? Uh, I don't know. Then it had to run around your house to get a layout of your house. Mm-hmm. So it would know where it's going the next time it starts cleaning. Yep. And it does that. So there you go. So people are all worried about uh, their privacy or whatever, but they'll get a Roomba connected to their Wi-Fi, sign up to this for an account with this company, and then let this robot vacuum map out their house. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) But you're concerned about privacy on Facebook. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you know me, I don't, freak out about that kind of stuff but i just like to you know help people understand what i some things that we as humans do is kind of ridiculous we kind of worry about the most ridiculous things while at the same time for convenience we do the kind of worst thing well i think that i don't think that people associate data stealing with roomba 
because they weren't told on the news that Roomba would be yeah, stealing data. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that a lot of people don't think about a Roomba stealing their personal information. Of course, everybody does with Facebook, you know. Uh, and here they put a robot in their house that mm-hmm. made a map of their house and sent it over the internet to some company of people they don't know. Oh, <laughs> that's scary when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to um, go ahead and run your Roomba. Clean up that pet hair. <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I just try to help people calm down and understand because I, I think the word privacy is getting misused too much. And I say it all the time. I, you know, I'm going to stop talking about it. Okay. So we'll, we'll talk about some more Apple. Uh, I swear I heard this before. This feels like a story that came out before about this clamshell foldable phone. I don't know if I can see Apple doing this now, but this processor guy, he's pretty, um, they say he's pretty accurate with his little predictions and whatnot mm-hmm. when it comes to apple rumors he's like the the number one apple leaker but i don't know i mean i said it before i'm just not really impressed about foldable stuff foldable yeah. phones i i that's not a thing for me i mean i don't know i don't know what the point the point would be to be able to do that I mean, uh, maybe if I now pretty much fit in our pockets, maybe if I carried a tiny Paris Hilton purse, which I don't, because <laughs> I could see that for people like that who want something that's small and compact and they can flip it and close it and put it in their purse. <laughs> but I'm just thinking about that screen, man, that cannot, that I don't, there is not something that can fold forever without it eventually just wearing out pretty quickly. Wasn't there, so I thought that somebody, there was a, Samsung just came out with the foldable phones, right? Yeah. The flip, whatever. With with the one screen? Yeah, it's this. It's, it's a clamshell flip. They even show it oh, in the commercial, yeah. I thought that I saw something where, maybe it was the Razer. The, the the new razor was that that's just one screen isn't it the new razor it was a flip phone but it's just one screen uh, i don't know about the razor i i thought that i saw that there was and i'm trying to remember the name of the website but they do like tech tests or whatever mm-hmm. and basically they put this phone in like a clamp and just clamped it thousands and thousands and thousands of times over and over and over and over to see if it would break yeah and i don't think i don't think that it broke well there is a problem with that test that those kinds of tests only take into account of folding over and over again yeah in the manner that that machine is folding it which is a pretty precise fold over and over again and time you've got to take time into that humans people don't fold things precisely the same way over and over again Mm -hmm. we vary our pressures we twist things a little bit every time we do it even though we think we are so yeah that test can say yeah we did it a thousand times and nothing went wrong you can give it to a person and that person will break it within 200 folds (laughs) because we're people so yeah i 
like I said, I'm just not, uh, I don't know. You know, people say, well, innovation, innovation, innovation. Eh, I just think that's one of those things that they're just innovating for the sake of innovation. See, there's, that's the Z fold. I thought it was a, I thought it was a Motorola. Uh, Samsung, dude, Samsung rushed. They wanted to be hashtag first with these folding phones. That's why the first couple ones that came out were disasters because they were trying to hurry up and be the first ones to do it. I mean, I guess they got it down now, but didn't this phone like $2,000 or something like that? <laughs> well, see, why would, see it, why would anybody want that? Oh, it's only $100,000. No, that's if you go through a carrier. Oh, <laughs> I see, with eligible trade-in. With an eligible no. trade-in, too. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's a gimmick. Oh, okay, because what, again, I maybe somebody can point out to me, what is the practical purpose of this? Why would you quote unquote have to have this I I mean it yeah it's cool looking or whatever but like I said what it serves no real purpose and it's Samsung but you know I don't have a favorable opinion of them that's just what, me. Else, what else can you do with phones I mean like I, I think that we're at a point now it's just like whoa what's I don't know what it, there else there is that's why it's they're doing completely bled dry. <laughs> that's why they're doing these folds. They're trying to make something happen. They're trying to make an innovation. What, what, how does the saying go? Instead of finding out what people want and build it for them, they're trying to give people what they think they need. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need this. Did you ask anybody? No, but we know you need it because it's new and innovative. Ah, <laughs> uh, sir. I don't think so. Especially not for $2,000, man. Come on. Nah. The only, you know what would be innovative for me is, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as phones go, the future isn't a folding phone. If you watch every futuristic scientific show or movie, you can watch Star Trek Discovery, their tablets, their communication devices. What is one thing they have in common? It's not folding. They're like all holographs are. Yeah, they're yeah. clear. <laughs> yeah. You come up with that, now I might give you $2,000. <laughs> but a folding phone? Nah, it's all right. I'm good. How would they even do that? I, clear. Well, they said that about folding. How would they even make it fold? Well, they did that, so. <laughs> I'm sure there's some guy in a lab right now messing around with, like, some holograph type. I think... It has to do with lightning bugs, fireflies, bioluminescence. You know how you could do this. There is a way. Uh-oh. I, so if you have some type of augmented reality, like goggles or like glasses or something, you can just have like a little, like a little slate that you pull out or something. Yeah. The glasses but will be the... able to see where all the little things are. That's but I mean, not the same. That's the glasses doing it. Yeah. The glasses would be... It's it's got to be bioluminescence. They got to find a way to, and then what's going to happen when they figure it out? Fireflies are going to go extinct because we're going to be using them to make cell phones, <laughs> extracting firefly juice to make cell phones. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're almost already extinct, aren't they? I don't know, and I thought that for a bit, but then this summer we had a ton of them in my yard. Yeah. So. I. There was a few years ago, I was at Alt Park, 
and th- they were just all over the place. That that was like the first time I'd seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, it was the first time that I'd seen him since I lived like away from the city, which I thought was really weird that they were. Which all park is a pretty secluded place, but it's yeah. surrounded by, you know, surrounded by a high population of people. Right, right. That was my favorite thing to do as a kid, run around catching fireflies. Yeah, simpler times, man. Yeah. Long before Elon Musk was telling Tesla to buy billions of dollars of Bitcoin. That's <sighs> the next that's the next play, man. So crypto is the next play. People have been saying that for years. Tesla just bought what was it, one point five billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Yep. Musk says that they're going to start accepting it as payment for Tesla. So if you want to buy a Tesla, you can use your Bitcoin. So here's my thing about Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Everybody's like, oh, no, no, you just don't know. This is the future. This is the future. Man, look, until I can pay Duke Energy or Warren County Water or buy gas with Bitcoin, it's useless for me. Yeah. People are like, it's the newest. Okay. That's great. No, I got people are like, I got $4 million worth of Bitcoin. What can you do with it? I'll sell it. <laughs> then what can that I'd person? sell for real money. Yeah. So that's what I'm like. I mean, okay. I, you know, I'm all about innovation. I'm all about things moving forward, but we've been talking about this cryptocurrency thing for how long now? There's been some people I've I've got I've got some investments in crypto. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, but what's the practical purpose of it? For me, it's to make money. <laughs> so so Okay, at the end of the line, can somebody go to McDonald's and buy a Big Mac with Bitcoin? No. Can someone go to Shell gas station and buy gas with Bitcoin? Practical everyday uses. You can't do anything with it. I couldn't even tell you. I, I own I own I own several cryptos and I can't even tell you how to use one of them. Like I I don't even think I don't even know how I would actually like I don't think that I have a crypto wallet. I've I own I own crypto shares from Robinhood. Yeah. But I don't I don't have a wallet to keep it in. Basically I just I just buy it and maybe one day in the next ten years. I'll have enough in there where it'll make me a good chunk of change. I mean, like I said, I'm just trying to make logical sense of it. Now, the the blockchain technology behind it all, yeah, that's awesome. But I just don't understand. um, You think about, for example, these people that are mining Bitcoin and all of the electricity and stuff. That Have you ever seen those... uh, Funny enough, it had to be in China. There's this video of this warehouse where these investors, these millionaire investors, set up a mining warehouse. Do you ever see that? Where they've got all the CPUs running or whatever? Oh, my. GPUs, yeah. They're just constantly running. And they spend, I forget, I mean, it's almost a million dollars a month on electricity just to keep these things running Mm -hmm. and we want to talk about environment you know everybody's talking about the environment you know we're trying to get more environmentally conscious and blah 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 
But then the same people are like, oh, I'm all in on Bitcoin. Wait. Like e like Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a second. <laughs> no, I, I read I read something today that there's enough Bitcoin going around in the world right now to pretty much power the whole country of Switzerland for like a day. And for what? <clears throat> That's my point. For what? Mm -hmm. What what can you do with it? Can you give it to charity? And what can that charity do with it? Can you buy groceries? Can you can you go to Whole Foods and buy groceries with Bitcoin? They're saying, I, and I this is all speculation, but they're saying its moment could be. It's it's imminent. It's coming. They, it's they've coming. been saying that for years. Now I do remember. I don't know if they still do, or are they even still around? Uh, you you know Newegg. Yep. Yeah. I remember they started accepting cryptocurrency, but that was like four or five years ago. And I don't know if they still do because they were, they were trying, you know, they were like everybody else. Oh, this is going to be it. This is it. And then here we are. People still think, go ahead. Think I was just going to say, think about all those people that bought into Bitcoin when 10 years ago, when it was probably dollar coin. Yeah. I mean, what well, now? Now it's up to it's. I think I looked earlier. It was like forty-seven thousand dollars a coin. Yeah. They're saying the the like the analysts say that the next step is at minimum a hundred thousand. Yeah. At max, and they're saying the next couple of years at max three hundred thousand. That's that's just in a couple of years. Like this, like it it could go even further in ten years. So those people that have bought into that that Bitcoin with one dollar a coin and God knows how many coins they've got. <laughs> I think it's the same thing as gold and silver. And I tell people this all the time. People are like, oh, it's worth so much. You know, it's only worth as much as everybody says it is. You know, the reason why gold is valuable is because people say it's valuable. Mm. At the end of the day, it's just a rock. It's a pretty rock. It takes some work to get to that rock it's only valuable because people put value on it yeah what drives bitcoin's value i think scarcity yeah and people put and in, it, people place value on it and with its scarce scarcity yeah people say oh it's worth so much more now because it's harder to get there's yeah. a cap on it too i think I'm pretty sure that there's a cap. Wasn't it supposed to be whenever they run out, when the uh, algorithm or whatever, the calculations finally reach the end of the bottom of the mine? I think so. Yeah, I, th I think that I read that. Like once, once the, once the cap runs out, something, some, something's supposed to happen when it reaches its cap. The uh, wormhole opens up and we all go to Mars for free. That's why wow. Elon Musk. Is <laughs> he knows, he must he must know something that everybody else doesn't. Know. There's also the the Doge coin, man. That's what really got it going because Elon was just tweeting over and over again about Doge coin, and I'm like, oh, here we go. And sure enough, guess what happened? There was a up. run on Doge coin. You're right. I got I got the Doge. Got the Doge. I think I think I've got four thousand coins. Nice riches. Well, <laughs> right right now it's like one hundred fifty dollars, but well, eh, who knows? Maybe one day that one hundred fifty bucks would turn into 
turn into something more. Well, and I kind of brought this up too because of this guy. Did you see this? Mm. Dude, I haven't seen that, no. The password thing is the <laughs> thing. So if you ever have done something illegal uh, and they're supposed to what do they call it? Seize your assets. Well, if your assets are mostly Bitcoin, they can't, I mean, they can tell you, give me your password. All you gotta do is say like, ah, no. <laughs> or, dude, I forgot, I think it's welcome one with a capital W or something. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that password. <laughs> welcome one. How do you spell that? Oh, that was my favorite. How do you yeah. spell welcome or one? Oh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Oh. So this, I mean, this touches on something. Also, something that we didn't really talk about just now is that a lot of the people that do use Bitcoin are doing it for nefarious activities. That's the scary part for governments. Yep, because uh. it's untraceable. So apparently, he went to jail for covertly installing Bitcoin mining software on people's computers. And he never told him. <laughs> and, and he got $60 million out of it? He ended up mining $60 million in Bitcoin wow. by basically uh, doing a malware attack on other people's computers without them even knowing it. Wow. So, you know, those people were trying to run their little programs and everything's running slow and they're looking at Task Manager. Why is, everything, why is my CPU usage so high? <laughs> oh, well there's something running on your computer that you don't know about <laughs> man that's that's a that's a sophisticated uh that's a very sophisticated attack right there i mean that's why the I average, say, man, people do crazy stuff for money man the average person would have no idea they just would notice that at certain times throughout their day their computer starts running real slow <laughs> It had to be. It had to be somebody that knew, knows how to look at that stuff. That says, "Okay, well, why is my computer running slow?" And then they start digging into processes, and they're like, "Okay, well, this process is running here. Well, how did this process get here?" Mm. And then mm. they trace it back. Yeah, I mean, the average person would have no idea. They would just say, "Oh, I need to, I need to go to take it to this computer shop because my computer's running slow." I ran malware bytes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I installed Google Chrome. Well, Google Chrome is like one of the biggest defenders of chewing up some Oh, second. Oh, oh. Sorry about that. I was trying to find that that mining video. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> Let me see here. Um, yeah, when you know I used uh, Bing. So yeah, I don't know if you ever saw this before. So if you ever think you're doing a big. You ain't got nothing on these guys. <laughs> Bitcoin farms. So what does it take to run that? Oh, they'll show you. And I muted the tab and I don't know how to get it back because I don't use Bing for anything. It doesn't matter because it's all in Chinese. <laughs> so for those of you listening to the audio only, I'll edit this out. We're just watching this video. So this was from 2004, by the way. I don't know if you caught that. And yeah, look, they just three-story warehouse 
and wait wait till you see what they got inside here and this is all he does he shows up and he just oversees them running racks and racks of gpus look at all that cabling big control panel staff and equipment what staff <laughs> dear god look at that dude that's a, that's a nightmare just racks and racks and racks so again yeah you talk about someone like you know elon musk you know we all t everybody talks about the environment but everybody's in love with this bitcoin but then we think about well how do we generate electricity in this day and age well the more electricity you use the more fossil fuels you're going to burn to generate the electricity you're running farms like this to run all these gpus for money look at that he said electric eighty thousand wow. dollars a month for electricity but they're mining 100 bitcoins a day how much do you think they're spending that on their electric their electric bill one bitcoin's forty seven thousand dollars so. <laughs> <laughs> if they're mining 100 i mean who knows if they're still mining 100 a day but if they're mining 100 a day hmm. i dude again like i said for, for, for what what is so you could say you have it and i wonder where these guys are now because like i said this was 2004 so what was that probably just, they just want to be billionaires man that's 17 years ago oh my gosh how old are we man <laughs> dang so yeah so if these are still running what do they have now that's got to be a ridiculous amount i mean if they're my 17 years ago mining 100 a day mm -hmm. 47 hold on i want to do the math on this <laughs> I, I, want, I want to know okay so let's see so what would that be 100 times 365 times 17 years that's 620,500 <laughs> coins. And what are so they now value that now? Yeah, we multiply that by the 47,000. Oh, this is going to be billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. $29 billion. <laughs> so what if that goes... Hold on. What if that goes to... 60 so let's say if it goes to the 100,000 that they're saying well, I guess it would just double look at, means... and look at all the waste too by the way look at your screen so he was talking about how quickly they burn these things out and they try to recycle the parts that they can but they have just piles and piles of these things once they burn out and we all know we can't fool ourselves anymore that electronic recycling is a myth People don't mm -hmm. recycle electronics. So again, <laughs> for what? <laughs> so they can walk away rich. All right. Well, I guess it's worth it. I don't know. I know I probably sound like a hater, but yeah, I'm just not, I'm just not on the Bitcoin gravy train. Maybe I should be, maybe I'm a fool. I don't know, but I, I, you know, I just think on further down the line. And like I said, the first thing that stops me is I can't think of a practical purpose for them other than people to say, well, I have this investment that's worth all this money. Yeah. Or what about this? You know, if you lose that password, you have no way to retrieve it. 
and I've heard yeah. stories of people. I mean, I think everybody's heard them. There was a guy that lost like $6 million worth of them or something because he cannot remember his password and he's down to his last guess. And if he doesn't get it right, he's done. I also, but I also read something with that guy that, that, so I think that he had like, I mean, it was a lot. I think it was like 200 million or something. Yeah, it was a lot. I guessed the number, but, but that's, that wasn't the, that's not the only, I think that he had it on different wallets. So I think that he's the, apparently the 200 million that this guy lost is just a drop in the bucket compared to the rest that he has. So it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's not that big <laughs> not of a deal. Not to him. <laughs> well, then what I was going to get to, what about these people who have all this and let's say they contract COVID and die? So, you know, I personally like to try to think about leaving stuff for my kids at least if that happens to me, the things I have, the ten, my tangible assets, they can get to them. If you have all of your money and whatnot in your future tied up in Bitcoin with the thought, and I'm going to leave this to my kids, but then you die. Nobody can get to it. Unless you leave like the passwords in your will or something. Unless you leave the password in an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> or, or set or talk to lawyers yeah you better be doing it now but i think a lot of people i bet a lot of people don't even think about it. most people don't think about that stuff people don't think of, people don't like to think about dying that's the problem so i don't know man i hate to be the downer i know hey man i know i, I never said I'd, i was actually gonna use it i'm investing <laughs> in it because because it can only go up i hear you i mean so it's a bit big Standard Bitcoin, standard Bitcoin. I mean, if you're cash, you're if you're cashing into this now, you're a little late to the game. I mean, you can still make money on it, but the thing is, like, if you buy, like I said, it's forty seven thousand dollars a coin, so you can only put in so much. I mean, I heard people are getting hustled by that that they're being sold fake Bitcoin. You heard about this? I haven't heard that. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's that. I don't know. People out there hustling everybody. Yeah. People do anything for money, but there, there's there's other coins. I mean, Doge. they are almost gonna go up. Doge, yeah. Uh, there's that e- Ethereum or whatever. That's supposed to be like the second best, or that's like the next best one to get right now, and it's only like fourteen hundred a coin. That one's been around a long time too, hasn't it? Yeah, I think I think what happened was is Bitcoin took off. Yeah, and bitcoin was the first to take off and then all these other cryptos started coming out and you know each one's different mm-hmm. and you know i nobody really knows what's going to happen with any of it is it gonna you know i think bitcoin's already kind of established itself now full but, the clo- full disclosure i do have a wallet you remember back when we worked together yeah that's when i first looked into bitcoin because that was like when a lot of the chatter first started and uh, we were all like, what? You got to do what? <laughs> and we were watching it because you go to the Bitcoin site. And they had that little cartoon explaining what it was and how it works. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember us looking at that. And we were like, what? <laughs> and we never really figured it out. I'm like, okay, I'll figure it out. I set up a while. I was like, I'll try it. When was that? That, <sighs> was, in, that was in what? Wasn't that like two, ready? 2006 or something, wasn't it? Are you, are you ready to get sick? <laughs> not really that's not gonna bother me oh, i know what you're, I know what you're gonna I wanna, say i want to see what i want to see what it was in 2000 i think it was like 230 it was like 232 i think 
What was it? I think it's less than that. Hold on. I'm just, it's only letting me go back to 2015. That can't be right. Mm. Uh, da, 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 da. Where's the Bitcoin market prices? There's got to be something. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, there's 2014. In 2014, it was at $100 a coin. Yeah. So it must have been cheaper then. But, okay. I mean, all right, all right, all right. I, but I, mean, we, we, I, we I just remember we just couldn't figure it out. It just didn't make any sense. It was like, what? What? Well, I probably probably didn't even know how to get them back then. No, and then because they just kept going on and on how you had to set up a GPU to start mining. And mm-hmm. they were like, and the faster your GPU or the more GPUs you have, the better. And so we were like, oh, I could set up like a dummy server box and blah, 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 yada, 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 beef up the memory and stuff so it'll run fast enough. And then, 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 because we were talking about mining it, but. But yeah. And a, a couple years ago, I, I bought, I bought some of this. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 2018 when I was when I was buying. It was, maybe it was 2018, 2017 when I was buying stocks. I was like, hey, you know, I'll, maybe I'll look into doing some of this. And it, at the time, it was three thousand dollars a coin. Mm. I but I didn't hold on to it. I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> you're the now flipper. It's like, you're the oh, flipper. That's why the flipper. <laughs> because now it's it's. I mean, it's up. Like I said, it's up to forty-seven thousand dollars today. Forty-eight thousand. I mean, okay, but all right. And even God, even earlier this year, it was down to like six thousand dollars. And it just shows you, too, you know, why it's up so high is just people, it's just the chatter, especially when famous people start talking about it, like yeah. Elon Musk. All he has to do is mention it, and look what happens. So, again, it's only as valuable as people say it is. And, that you know, I'm not knocking it for that. I'm just saying, because people say, well, it's not like money. Well, it's exactly like money, actually, when it comes to that. Because <laughs> that's literally what happens with money. Someone will place value on something, and then some big-name person will give it some credence, and the value goes up. Yeah. So, I think, you know, hey, if people, again, if people can make money off of it, all power to them. <clears throat> all right, man. I know, uh, My little technical issues got me a little bummed out. <laughs> Yeah. Another thing that's got me bummed out is uh, that so-called Super Bowl. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Oh, well. What did I tell you before we went into that game? The refs. <laughs> it's all, it was all fixed. <laughs> it's all fixed. It's, it's... <laughs> got to fix it up. It definitely seems odd. I don't know, man. And they kept talking about Mahomes' toe. How come? His toe? <laughs> he hurt his toe. Now, yeah, remember, they... remember he got his back cracked? If they had said he was still having back problems, I might have been like, yeah. But, I don't know. That, that, no, nah, that, no, nah, come on. That, that's just part of the, that's part of the fix. It yeah. was like, all right, Pat, look, man, you can go ahead and throw this, and we'll just say it because your foot was hurting. 
<laughs> so we can get these ratings. <laughs> I think these. I think they, considering it was a COVID year, I think it was still brought in like ninety six million people. But it wasn't. I think it was the lowest year since two thousand fifteen or something. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. And then you had this little. Uh, I'm telling you. Only reason why I'm doing this, Adam, I'm not serious. I hope you know. I'm just trying to play the conspiracy theory game like so many other people do these days. But uh, I don't know if you knew this, but there was a, a channel lockout two days before, a day or two before the game. So people who had cable and whatnot were freaking out because there would just happen to be a contract negotiation going on at the same time. So what? some people were turning on like up in Dayton, people who had cable would turn on channel seven and they would get that warning that they wouldn't be able to watch the Super Bowl because of some sort of contract fallout. What? <laughs> and so people were that. scrambling around. How can I watch it? How can I watch it? Well, CBS, uh, what is it all access? This was the first year they streamed the Super Bowl for free. So if you want, you can go watch it there. That's what I did. But guess That's what? what I had to do. Guess what? Why? The day before the Super Bowl, the uh, contract negotiation went through. All was okay. <laughs> hmm. Uh, well, I got I got seven days free at CBS All Access. Oh, of and course I canceled, you did. Of course so you did. <laughs> Man, you know how I watch the Super Bowl? How? The same way I do it every year. I have an antenna in my attic. No. Oh. I don't have cable, man. I don't have to go through that stuff. <laughs> and I was telling people because people were like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How can I watch this? How can I watch this? I'm like, go to Walmart and buy a $20 antenna and plug it in the back of your of your TV. Yeah, my, my, I got one of those. But it just, uh, it. You only needed one. Uh, you only needed one channel, Adam. And where you are, you would have got channel 12. I, no, it, it's it's terrible. It actually, the antenna that I have, and I probably need a new antenna, but it's one of those HD antennas. It's, it breaks up like, mm. it, I, I can't, I can barely even watch the games. So for a while I was watching on Hulu because CBS was on Hulu plus. Yeah. Oh, well, right before the season ended, CBS was no longer on Hulu plus. So I had to find improvise and find other ways to watch these. Well, I had to go back to using the antenna to watch like the last couple Bengals games and it was unwatchable. So uh you got to get one of the attic ones those little yep. hd ones yeah they're a little finicky i don't know if i believe they actually do what they say they're doing but uh i'm just saying you went and signed up for cbs all access huh for three days free now again let me finish my uh conspiracy i'm telling you man this stuff is true i got proof i'm gonna put together a video and put it on youtube but do you know what most people forget to do cancel the subscription yep and yep. these subscription services know that the vast majority of people will sign up for that's why they do it that's why they offer it to you because they know they don't really care if you cancel they know that most people are gonna forget <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like that apple tv plus Dude, why would anybody give someone three months of a service for free? Because they know by the time three months roll around, you're going to forget all about that. Apple Music also. 
gave me <laughs> months free. But luckily, I, I had signed up for it with Verizon, and Verizon told me ahead of time. Don't forget about your... Uh... <laughs> yep. <laughs> they did start sending out those little emails, didn't they? But yep. you know, but this this is how they get people to, though. Once you sign up for a service, they start sending you so much email that you get sick of seeing it, that you start ignoring it. They start sending you exclusive offers, or guess what's coming on next week? <laughs> guess what's coming on next week? Shady, man. Next thing Shady. you know, that three months rolls around. Guess what's coming on next week? Oh, by the way, we're about to bill you. Hey, guess what's new? <laughs> they just slip it in real quick. By the way, we're about to bill you. Your three months has run out. They, they, they don't make it look all exciting either where you actually would want to look at it. Like, here's an exciting offer. Plain HTML text. You're, uh, yeah. We're about to bill your credit card. <laughs> Important information regarding your account. <laughs> but next week, something new is coming on. So, yeah, I'm telling you, me and Mike, the pillow guy, we're putting together this video to show people <laughs> how this was all. <laughs> Let me stop because I'm going to make somebody mad. <laughs> Do you know he has an entire, I think it's three hours long. You know that Mike, the pillow guy? Uh-uh. He put together a three-hour special proving the fraudulence of the election. <laughs> Mike the pillow guy. Yep. He was he was able to find three hours worth of material to put in that. Proof. He's got the proof, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take a look at this. Oh, I am definitely watching it. <laughs> I Yeah. Do we want to end on politics? Do we want to talk about what oh, we were God. talking about before we started recording? <laughs> I, I haven't really heard anybody talk politics over the past few weeks. It's actually refreshing. Yeah, it's like it's just kind of all falling to the wayside. But I'm, I did I did say this when this before this before Biden was put in office. I was like, man, what are some of these news organizations going to do now that they don't have Trump to talk about all day long? Oh, they find stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. They they have plenty. There's plenty. No, I, I, I like I read that like CNN their ratings are down like big time since since uh, Biden was inaugurated. I think I heard they're all they all are. Yeah. Well, because of that the part of the fallout effect of people being told for four years that all news is fake was when the person who was telling them is gone, they're left with believing that all news is fake, even the news that they thought they loved, their beloved news network. Especially after when he, as he was leaving, he said, oh, by the way, they're fake too. So everybody, <laughs> <laughs> because they don't like me, they're fake too. So, oh, so I believe that's a lot of, to do with the rating slump is because, you know, I, I was telling my, my daughter this, especially because she was, she's always asking me, she works around some people. They still just talk about this stuff over and over again about how everything was a uh, hoax and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, even if someone, she, you know, she just wants to know why do people just go on and on about this stuff and why do they believe this stuff? And I told her, all you have to do is, I, I use the analogy of a murder trial. I told her in a murder trial, if you're accused of murder, your lawyer does not have to prove you didn't do it. All he has to do is show enough doubt. They call it reasonable doubt. And if he can give you enough doubt, if he can give the jury enough doubt, you get to go home free. 
And that's essentially what happened for four years. I was telling her how things were repeated to people over and over and over and over. If you go back and look at all the footage, you will you'll realize a pattern. He was saying the same things over and over and over again. And it sowed enough doubt that you could make them believe anything else at that point. So by the time we got to the election, some people were just mentally primed to believe some of the craziest stuff we've been hearing. Because you're like, why would anybody even believe that? Because they were literally mentally conditioned for four years by being told the same things over and over. Everything's fake. Everyone's lying but me. Everything's fake. Everyone's lying but me. Over and over again. What a mess, man. What a mess. And I will go on record as saying I never have and never will follow any politician in that manner. I don't care who it is. Nah. Ever. I, nah. And it, I, it boggles my mind, especially, you know, I know everyone knows loved ones and people they look up to that have fallen into it. And you're like, how in the world did you get in the middle of this? But I'm telling you, man, it's that mental conditioning. Just keep telling somebody the same thing over and over again and watch what happens later on. Conspiracy theorists, man. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Uh, and the only reason why I know this is true because I was on a UFO with Elvis and Bigfoot was put, uh, cooking pancakes and he was explaining it to us. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shot a Jewish laser at Seattle. Dude, it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new world organization man that's how they're ridiculous. priming us for what's gonna happen that's how ridiculous this stuff is bro all right we better wrap it up for we yeah. make some people mad <laughs> so, yeah i ain't never listening to this show no more <laughs> all right well we'll be back next week <laughs> nine o'clock i promise we won't talk politics anymore will we nah, no no nah, more politics. no more politics no more and I, I hopefully my camera will be will stop tripping. I don't know. I don't know what that was tonight. But run run some tests. Run some tests. A level three diagnostic. You got anything else? Nah, not right now, no. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh what there was something I was gonna say, but I can't remember what it was. But anyway, we'll see you next week, nine o'clock. See ya. See ya. Later. Peace.